Welcome to the Consistency Corner Podcast, where we delve deep into the heart of content strategy, branding, and the art of simplifying your marketing approach. I'm your host, Ruthie Starrett, a Midwest native now soaking up the Florida sun and a proud mom of an energetic eight-year-old and the passionate force behind the Consistency Corner. Each episode will bring you actionable insights, unfiltered conversations on life as a mompreneur, and tips to elevate your brand with consistency. Whether you're a budding business owner or someone just eager to find clarity in the digital marketing maze, you found your corner. Join me as we navigate a path to success you can be consistent with and together bring out the brand sparkle so that you can make an impact and an income. Hey there, before we dive into today's episode, I've got something sparkly for you. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the constant need to post and engage on Instagram? Do you ever wish that you could just like step away from the daily grind and still leave a lasting impression? Or maybe you haven't been posting and you're letting that guilt weigh on you because you know, as a business owner, you can do better with your presence on social media. Well, then the done for you nine grid is a way to make your dream become a reality. What you'll get is a custom tailored Instagram strategy, beautifully designed squares, captivating captions, and the peace of mind knowing your profile tells your brand story perfectly. Whether you're preparing for a busy season or you just want to focus on other areas of your business, let me help you shine on Instagram without the hassle and overwhelm. Sound too good to be true? It's not. If you want in, grab the link in the show notes to learn more about the Done For You 9 Grid and fill out an application to book a call for your very own custom 9 Grid. All right, now let's get to the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Consistency Corner Podcast. And one of my favorite things to talk about, planning your content for next year. And really, let's start with Q1, or we're going to get nitty gritty on Q1, but we want to map out a content calendar in pencil so that we have a roadmap to follow throughout the year when you sit down to do your quarterly planning each quarter. Now, last episode, we talked about your marketing strategy and specifically where you're going to be attracting, nurturing, and converting your ideal customers in what platforms, because content marketing in general, we know is more than just social media. So today we're going to talk about what that content looks like inside of social and outside of social and how you can get a game plan in place today to set yourself up for success over the next year. And I know December feels like such a crazy busy time and there's so much to do and your team is stretched to the max and you've got holiday stuff on your plate, but taking time now can really set you up for success in the future so that when you are creating content or your team is creating content, it's truly intentional and strategic and not last minute throwing spaghetti at the wall. So let's talk about the process. The first thing that I want you to do, and this is a great time of year to do it, is to revisit your brand kit. Now, if you don't already have a brand kit, these are the things that I recommend that you include it and you want to revisit it to make sure that it is still relevant and the messaging that you want to be showing up in your content. So you're going to revisit your mission, your vision, your values, along with who is the ideal customer? What are some of the key branding words or phrases that you will use in your content? What is your brand tone of voice or brand um, vibe? You know, what do you want to get out of that content? And then really go back and think about what is the problem that you solve 
and the transformation that you offer for your customers. Doing this at least once a year can help you align with your content and ensure that your messaging is clear so that the content you create or your team creates in the future is even more effective. You also want to take this time to maybe go back with your team and update your brand photos. You know, do you have a brand photo shoot scheduled or have you had one recently? I'm not saying you need professional brand photography for every single image that you create, but you do need a bank of content that is in alignment with your brand for your team to be able to pull from for images for different things. Now, we all know that we need images for social media, at least for Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn, not as much. But thinking about blog content, your website, email newsletters, images add to the complexity and the richness of the content that you're creating. So it's important to have images that actually are in line with your brand. So if you haven't had a brand photo shoot in a while, this might be something to think about as something to put on the calendar for next year, sourcing a photographer, and not just getting like generic headshots, but thinking about lifestyle photography. And, you know, photos of you maybe writing contracts or photos of your team collaborating and in a meeting or photos of you in your office or your team in the office or out in wherever you serve clients, whether that's in their businesses or their homes or whatever it may be. But having a bank of professional photos that you can pull from will make content creation easier in the future. Yes, there are great stock photos and you want to make sure that you've got stock photos um, available that are in line with your branding, but nothing replaces those personalized, unique photos to your business. Yes, you can take them on an iPhone. Yes, you can take them yourself. And that is certainly something to think about if a brand photo shoot is not in your budget right now. But if it's been a while since you've had a brand photo shoot, I encourage you to make space for it because it does make content creation that much easier. So, okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox about photos. So those are the things that you want to revisit in your brand kit. The next thing that we want to think about before we sit down to create content is our business goals. And I talk about this because not every single piece of content will help you move the needle on every single business goal. But it's important for us to know what the business goals are so that when we are creating content, we know the job of that particular piece of content. Which business goal is it trying to help us move the needle on? What are your sales goals? What are your transaction goals? What are your traffic goals in terms of traffic to your website or leads and conversations that you have? What about your average unit retail or the amount someone spends? You know, AUR is really more of a a product-based business metric, but also in service-based businesses. What is the average ticket price of a package that someone um, books with you? What is your units per transaction? So how many things does someone buy when they are checking out with you? What is the conversion rate? What's the size of your email list? What are your social metrics and what are your goals for social metrics? Are those goals for your social metrics or maybe your email metrics going to help you move forward towards your sales goals? Or are we looking at vanity metrics? Again, all things to just think about and understand and share those things with your team. If you are the business owner, you probably know all of those goals intimately, but does your team know? Does your marketing team know the business goals? Because if they don't, it's important that you get on the same page with that so that they can create content that marches towards and moves you forward towards those business goals. 
understand what those metrics mean. And again, I mentioned vanity metrics. You know, we can talk about followers on social media or people on your email list. And let me just tell you right now, giant PSA, don't buy followers, don't buy email lists because you want the right people on those lists, not just numbers. And I think we're finally starting to see that in social media, that buying followers doesn't make a difference. It's not the right thing to do. It's not a good investment. Buying email lists just for the sake of emails certainly doesn't work. And it's probably illegal. Not a lawyer. Don't know that for sure. But it's unethical and slimy. So how do we create ways to attract, again, get those followers, get those people on our email list, the right people? Well, that goes back to our top of funnel. Where are we showing up? How are we getting in front of new eyes? And then the next step in the funnel, what are our strategies to nurture those people so that they do want to opt into our email list or sign up for, you know, something that we offer for free so that we can continue the relationship so that they do want to hit that follow button on social media. Those are all things to think about, but understand that those metrics in general are going to help us move towards that bottom conversion piece. And you don't need a hundred thousand followers on Instagram to hit your goals. You need the right followers on Instagram. And that might be a thousand, that might be 500, that might be 50, depending upon what your niche is and who you serve and how you serve them. Social media is only a part of the strategy. But again, because we know that people are on social media, we want to think about our content plan in a way that helps us make social media easier. And so this is where I want you to really start with your long form content. So last episode, we talked about putting some campaigns on the calendar, meaning during this time on the calendar, this four weeks, six weeks, three weeks, month, whatever it is, we're going to be focusing on this specific campaign, maybe driving towards a certain launch, maybe towards a certain offer, um, something in the time of year that is relevant to your client. But what are our campaigns? And within that campaign, what are the long form content topics that we could create in terms of a blog post, a podcast, or a video? Something that you know you can take and repurpose in the future, meaning it's relevant down the road, not just right this second, like next year again, or something that you could reference in a more evergreen sense, and that you can chop up into smaller pieces and repurpose and share in other platforms. Now, as you're coming up with those long form content ideas, you're probably also going to think of additional short form content ideas, and that's okay. You know, every single topic that you come up with isn't worthy of a 1500 word blog post or a 15 or 20 minute or 30 minute podcast episode but you still want to talk about them. You want to still sprinkle those things in. And those are great topics to think about for emails and for social posts. And here is a way that I think could really help you kind of brainstorm some different content ideas. And that's to sit down with your team and ask your team questions in terms of what are they hearing around trends in the industry? What are they hearing from the front lines, from the customer? What are the customers saying to them? What are the problems that they're hearing that customers are having? And this is going to give you an incredibly unique lens on how to connect with your customer if you've kind of been in the weeds behind the scenes and planning 
And so you can help set the direction for the um, marketing strategy and what campaigns you're going to be running and what you're going to be talking about in content based upon what the customers are actually talking about and looking for. So when you've got those long form content topics kind of mapped out, you want to think about the consistency that your team can commit to, an intensity you can commit to consistently over the next year. So if it's blog posts, or if it's podcasts, or if it's a webinar workshop or video, could we do one a month? If no, that's okay. Could we do one a quarter? Okay, now let's start there. Maybe one a month is realistic and let's do that. Maybe we can do one even a week if you've got some more time or you've got more support on your team. And then let's get that on a calendar and think about the workflow to actually create that content both the long form, and then to repurpose it into short form. You know, a lot of times long form content takes longer to create. There's the ideation, there's outlining it, there's writing it, there's reviewing and doing the final draft and then actually publishing. Because social media and email is often a quicker turnaround time, you need to have that long form content done in advance in order to repurpose it in the short form um, platforms such as social media, or to reference it in an email. So you want to work back in the calendar and make sure that those blogs are published and ready to go in advance so that your team has time or you have time to repurpose and reference it in other places, because that's when we truly are creating a campaign where you have the same messaging or similar connected messaging across multiple platforms where the customer can connect with it. So you're truly making an impact through that consistency and that repetition. So we've talked about long form content, planning topics at least once a quarter, if not once a month, amplifying that to once or twice a month, once a week or twice a month, if you can. And then thinking about where you can leverage content in other places. And again, we talked a little bit about this on the last episode as, as far as layering in new activations each quarter. So Think about long form content. If you're already doing one thing, such as a blog, could you turn that blog into a podcast? Could you turn that blog into a newsletter on LinkedIn? If you're already doing a podcast, could you turn the podcast into a blog? If you're not doing either one of those things or any of those long form content pieces, could we start? You know, again, thinking about that. And then from a social media perspective, maybe you're already being really consistent with one platform okay, great. We've, we're running that platform. We're really consistent. How could we show up on another platform? You know, maybe LinkedIn is your thing and you're doing a great job on LinkedIn, being consistent, posting two, three times a week, you're getting great engagement, but you're not active on Instagram. So maybe it's a nine grid and we're going to layer that in this quarter so that we have a presence in another place and we are omnipresent. Maybe it's layering in Pinterest. Maybe it's layering in a loyalty program, which is a completely new offer and strategy. Maybe it's collaborations or trade shows or paid ads or outsourcing or adding new people to your team to elevate the type of content that you're creating. These are all things to think about this time of year in terms of penciling in these projects for down the road. Because if we try to do them all at once, it's going to be too much because you're already wearing a lot of hats. You're already doing a lot of things, serving your existing customers, running your existing business. And so we want to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success by planning to 
be consistent at an intensity we can actually maintain. So now we've got those things mapped out. We've thought about the year. We've started to think about where we're going to layer things in. We've brainstormed our content topics. Now it's time to sit down and actually plan Q1. And we've got a whole podcast on a quarterly content planning masterclass, which I will link in the show notes because you can go back and listen to that. And I actually want you to put on your calendar a date to listen to that every single quarter so that you are being consistent and getting ahead and planning every single quarter. And what you will find is the more often you do this and the more consistently you do this, the easier it gets and the faster you get at it. And it actually just becomes part of your rhythm and something that you can do on autopilot. So that's in the show notes. Go listen to the quarterly content planning masterclass. Now that today we have worked through your framework and your content roadmap for the entire year. And if you're like, okay, I'm hearing you, Ruthie. I think all of these things are amazing. And content is definitely something that my business could up-level. My company could do a better job with our content and we need some support because we don't actually have a marketing department. I'm wearing the marketing hat while I wear the CEO hat. And you know, I maybe have a couple of team members that are able to help serve customers and get me out of the weeds. But at the end of the day, like marketing is not what any of us specialized in. I'm here to help. Um, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Just shoot me a DM over at the Consistency Corner. We are starting to book and have conversations with clients for um, a fractional director of marketing offer, which is something that I do for some of my clients, and then true content implementation. So my team will implement that content for you. You and I work together. We strategize. We brainstorm. I am your support system and strategic partner in having an effective marketing plan. And I get your input and your insights, but then my team does it for you. So that meeting that we have is all you have to do. And your team can go back to doing what they do best if you don't have an in-house marketing department. So we're working on that over here for 2024, opening up a couple more spots. So if you're interested in learning more, just shoot me a DM. If you're ready to go plan your Q1 content, go listen to the episode linked in the show notes, the quarterly content planning masterclass. And I cannot wait to see the content you create. I cannot wait to see the impact that you're able to make and the income that you're able to bring in. Having a strategic marketing plan and an intentional content strategy behind that. So I'm rooting for you and cheers to a great 2024. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparks.